Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone? This is a special bonus show um, where Steve and I had a quick chat with Chloe Jones. Um, she was, as per usual, with... This is the same Chloe, as you will hear. We're not going to chat too much on this intro. But this is the same Chloe that we spoke to around 18 months ago, uh, April 2022, um, yes. as she was going in to ride 600s in BSB. Um, so we had a quick... It was no more than 20-minute chat with her, just about her season and what was going on. Um, so we will uh, drop that in now for you to listen to, and Steve and I will see you on the other side. So welcome, everyone, to a special bonus episode of For the Love of MotoGP, and this time we are here chatting once again to one Chloe Jones. Hello, Chloe. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no worries Pleasure. at all. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good now. I've just obviously finished the season now, um, resting for a bit. And then at the end of this month, I've got um, a fun trip away with one of my new sponsors for this year, Track Dudes, which I'm really looking forward to. A couple of days in Spain testing Andalusia, so I'm looking forward to that. Very nice. It sounds excellent. Awesome. And as you can hear, that's also Steve here with us as always. I'm so um, in the I background. assume you are. I assume you're also okay, Steve. I'm good, buddy. I'm very good. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Uh, so, right. Chloe, it's been a while since we last spoke to you. I think we spoke to you in April in uh, 2022, so 18 months ago or so. That's longer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, so I think last time we spoke to you, you were just getting ready to dive in and uh, crack on with the 600s you were doing in one of the BSB support classes. Am I right there? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so last year, obviously, I was in the stock six class. Um, it, it was good. Um, I had ups and downs, as you always do. But I think the step from the 300 to the 600 was quite a big step and for me I wasn't doing bad lap times it wasn't like anything like that it was kind of like you go into FP1 and like the front runners that have been doing it for a couple of years just are straight on that record and I was there just learning the track learning the bike I've obviously never been there before on it and I I just struggled with it and then throughout the year I just got I just got like worse so it was kind of like I I was enjoying it but not as enjoying it enjoying it as I ever have done before so at the end of the year, we just sat down and me and my mum and dad and my sponsors were like, there's no point doing it because I was coming in upset every race, crying that I wasn't getting the results that I knew I could. 
um so we sat down and was like there's not well there's no point doing it if it's going to be like this we obviously need to change class change bike or just stop racing and obviously i didn't want to do that so no i've rode for this year um we went back to the 400 class which is the class i did before but i was on the 300 last time the yamaha but this time i went for the kawasaki 400 which was the the best bike to be on really i've rode both bikes now and personally i think that the 400 is a lot better and a lot easier to ride but um yeah for sure this year showing that i've got all the results that i wanted i got my first podium i've never got a podium at bsb before and this year i've managed to get a podium uh I've, i've every single race pretty much this year i've been in the front pack and just come to be fair for me i i kind of think that i could have got a lot more podiums i just got a bit unlucky in the last like couple of laps mainly just the last lap um but no i've enjoyed it a lot more this year and i've i still rode the, the 600 a couple of times this year but this year i've just had a lot of fun on the 400 and just enjoyed it way more and just started to enjoy my racing a, a lot more nice awesome excellent so is it the riding of the actual bike that you prefer as the 400 over the 600 or is it the bit the fact you feel more competitive on the 400 what is it that's making you like this riding the 400 more than it was for the 600 uh, i think it's a bit of both really i i enjoyed riding the 600 and as i said i've rode it a couple of times this year in the endurance and endurances with another team um and i i do enjoy riding the 600 but i think it's more I've gone to the 400 and I've been straight at the front. Like after my first round, I qualified sixth or fifth. So straight away, I was happy with that. And I think it's just good for your mind. Like when you're a happy rider, I know everyone says it, when you're a happy rider, you always ride better. Yeah. Um, so I think that was kind of what I was doing. And then towards the end of the year, I started believing in myself more. And that's when the podiums were coming where I was getting the top fives and I was always in the top group. And I think you just have to put both aspects together yes i enjoyed riding the 600 but the 400 was more i would say easier to ride but i it was easier to ride because i enjoyed it a lot more so it's kind of a bit of both really but no i still like riding the 600 now obviously i rode it last weekend at donnington with um track prep they um there's an endurance race and they invited me along to that where we come we got a pretty bad qualifier and qualified like 16th and then we finished the race in fifth with the second fastest lap so yeah, we were happy with that, awesome. and as I say, I enjoyed riding the 600 then, but I think it's just, going into BSB, they were on that record straight away, and I just couldn't do that, because I was just learning the track and learning the bike in FP1, and they were straight there at that record, whereas I just built up to it, and by the end of the weekend, I was better, I was closer to their times, but I just needed a couple more sessions just to do it, but obviously at BSB, you don't get that, so no. that's where I struggled with it, but yeah. Yeah. When you said endurance races, was that just two of you? Was that three of you riding that? And like you said, was that the 600 as well? Uh, yeah, so it was on the 600, the Yamaha R6, which um, I rode with a lady. Well, she calls herself Wee, Wee Frenchie. She's, um, she rides at low lim- low lim- no limits, and she does the sprint races and also the endurances. So for the last two rounds, I rode with her at Alt and her the partner that she was doing it with they unfortunately crashed right. and she had no one really to do it with and i was already racing there already in two classes and it was all squeezed into one day so i already had four races in, on my 400 that day and she also asked <laughs> if i wanted to do the free well she needed someone to do the three hour endurance with her so it was like 29 degrees or something hot like that and i was like yeah why not i'll do it i just did two back to about 400 races and then went straight out on the 600 for a 45 minute endurance um 
for a stint. I just, we kept doing 45 minutes each, so did it again obviously this weekend I enjoyed it um had so much fun riding it and as I say if you're enjoying it you're always going to ride fast so that's what I was doing this weekend and we finished the race in fifth or fourth um against some really competitive bikes and people so yeah we were really happy with that really and I can't thank them all enough for letting me join their team sounds awesome quite jealous of this (laughs) so that was quite a uh it really was an endurance race weekend for you that first one. If you had, do you say you had four four hundred races and then the uh, well, a couple of forty five minute stints for the endurance? Yeah, so I had they squeezed it into one day. Um, I think because Alton there's like a church on Sunday, so they squeezed it into one day. So yeah, I had four races on the four hundred four hundred, and they were both back to back. So I had a four hundred race and another four hundred race, and then uh, straight after that, I had a forty five minute stint stint on a uh, 600 and then we Frenchy went out of 45 minutes and I went out again for 45 minutes and then obviously she did her last one and then I had like a two hour or three hour break and then I was back to two races on the 400 and got my best lap ever there so <laughs> yeah I've, to wow. be fair I've luckily for me I well luckily I've stepped up my fitness quite a lot um recently so that was kind of a test of it and obviously it's shown that whatever I've been doing is working so obviously that was good as well um, not really how I wanted to test it, but <laughs> I enjoyed the bike time. <laughs> and, say, yeah, I loved, in the deep I loved end. it. <laughs> Blimey. That is, um, yeah, a lot in one day. And like you said, 29 yeah, degree that. heat. That's uh, yeah. no move feet. I think I'll be passing out after one go. <laughs> That's, um, so is that yeah. giving you the bug for endurance racing? Is that something you're going to be looking at more often? Or are you not that fussed about it at the minute? Is it just sort of a, an end of the season play for you? Uh, I think at the time it was just an end of season play really. I got off to do it and um, we were in a good position to do it. So we did it with them. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a lot and hopefully I can do that in the future as well as what I'm doing now. But really it all just depends on funds. It's quite expensive just to do what I'm doing now, let alone to do the endurances as well. But no, I definitely enjoyed it quite a lot and I'd love to do more of it. Well, hopefully those opportunities come, mate. And um, Fingers crossed for you. That would be, um, yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed. And um, speaking about BSB, Tim mentioned before we started recording, there's some changes coming in next year um, to the support classes. Can you just sort of um, fill us in a little bit, give us an idea of what they are? Yeah, so the class I'm in now for the Junior Super Sport and then also the Stock 6 class was what I rode in last year. They're both gone for next year, so they're not a class for next year. So they've brought in two new classes, which are... A 400, which is a 400 Z, I can't remember what it is, but it's a, instead of being 50 horsepower, it's 80 horsepower, um, right. a 400. And then they've also bought a super twin class in, which is the R7s, the Aprilias, the Kawasaki 650s, the, I think they've bought our Triumph as well. So, and then obviously the R7s. Um, so they're the two, two new classes for next year. I can do both. Um, I can do both of them. So, we're a bit of we don't know what to do at the minute like one's one just on its own is about 65 grand for the year and the other one's a bit cheaper but at the minute we kind Damn. of we have to wait and see what we can do uh, it, it's hard to decide what we want to do everyone everyone in the everyone in basically bsb that's at around around my age or below or higher than me they're all nobody nobody knows what to do nobody knows what bites for nobody knows what the rules are nobody knows what the regs are so 
right. at the minute. Nobody knows what bike to go on. So it's kind of a waiting game for all the regs to come out. And then you could even pick an R7, but then it might be the complete opposite bike that you need to have. So it's kind of like, do you go to the other class for a year and see what mm. the best bike is? Or do you go pick up a bike and then hopefully that's the one? So, yeah, at the minute, everyone's stuck. Like me, I'm stuck. I don't really know what to do, where to go to. So we can't, it's kind of just a waiting game at the minute, really. Yeah. Do you know when the regs will be released, when you might have a clearer idea of what would be sort of better suited for you? <sighs> Hopefully soon. But no, I, I, I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but I think everybody's in the same boat. I saw a post earlier about how people are not deciding what they're doing because nobody knows the rules. Nobody wants to buy a bike and it'd be the complete wrong bike because yeah, they'll change the rules. But, but yeah, it's kind of hard at the minute, but nobody knows when the rules are going to... Well, there's bits of rules, but there's not the full rules that you need to know so right. as I said it's kind of just hard at the minute to decide what you want to do but hopefully soon sooner rather than later we'll know what we're doing yeah well hopefully like you say sooner rather than later you'll have a more of an idea of what what is going on yeah definitely yeah is this pretty normal when there's um kind of new classes coming in or rules and regs changes do they always get left pretty late uh I'm not really sure to be fair because this is the first time I've actually like I've known of it, so the classes okay. that I've done have always been in. They've never been the first year, so for me, I'd, I'm right. not really too sure on that one. No. Okay, fair enough. I guess it's that kind of time, isn't it, where there's big opportunities to be had if you get it right, but it can be an expensive error if you get it wrong. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, an ideal world, where would you be next year? What was your, like you say, you're not. 100% sure of what, what to do yet but if you had a clear cut idea do you have a plan of what you could do um really I want to do the twins so obviously the R7 the Aprilia the Triumph or something like that obviously it's a faster bike it's for me it's kind of in, in the in between so it's in between the 400 and the 600 so realistically it's probably the perfect step for me to go to mm. but the funding of it is as I said it's about 65 grand to do that so <laughs> yeah, I have to try and find some big, big sponsors to help me out for next year, which obviously I have some really good sponsors now that help me out massively and I can't thank them all enough. But at the minute, I don't have 65 grand to do that or I don't want to commit to it and not have the money for it. So, no. yeah, at the minute, the that's kind of off the cards. But who who knows? Who knows what will happen? Hopefully I can get some sponsors over the winter, plug myself a bit and hopefully get my myself out there obviously the podium at Owen did me good I got I got quite a lot more followings from that and a lot more people were kind of noticing me so yeah that's the plan that's what that's what I want to do if I do that or not it's another story but yeah Yeah. that's what I really want to do that is a huge amount of money to have to commit to or find yeah definitely definitely it's a lot of pressure a lot of pressure to find so yeah shamelessly plug Every opportunity you get. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, don't be shy. So, and where yeah. has most of your funding come from so far? Like, has it been generally, I mean, if you don't mind talking about it, you can tell me to shut up if you like. Steve often does, so I'm quite used to it. I don't get offended. Um, but has it come from sponsors generally? Has it come from family money? Like, how have you got, and I don't mean to say you've come from like a, a really wealthy family here, um, but has it come from just people helping out where they can? Um, yeah, how have you managed so far? <laughs> Sadly, it's not from wealth, that's for sure. But um, <laughs> but um, but no, mainly 
mainly myself, I, well, not just myself, obviously, but all my sponsors, I have some good sponsors. Some give me a bit of money, some give me products, which obviously help. Um, but really, it's just, I work with my dad. So I went to college for a couple of couple of months after school. And then I just got bored of it, really, and was like, I want money for racing. I want to do as much track time as I can. And without earning my own money, I couldn't do that. So I started working with my dad. Like, he does, he owns a grand maintenance company. So I do all that sort of stuff, which obviously keeps me fit. Um, so all my money from there goes to my racing. And then obviously all my sponsor money goes together for my racing. So all my money's going into it. My mum and dad's money's going into it. All my sponsor's money's going into it. And yeah, that's how we do it. I don't, my mum my doesn't, my mum hasn't been on a holiday for like seven years. So she's not happy with that. But, but no, they both <laughs> love it and, and put all their money towards it and along with all mine, which obviously it makes them want to do it more because I'm putting all my money into it and I know how much I'm committed to do it and, yeah, obviously without any of my sponsors, I wouldn't be able to do any of this. So, obviously, no. thanks to all of them. Yeah, there's always room for more. Definitely. Oh, Definitely. Exactly. <laughs> and if anyone, yeah, anyone that's listening can help out, where how can they get a hold of you or and um, have a chat with you? Um, you can have a contact my email address, um, which is flojonesracing at gmail dot com, or any of my social medias. Um, people think it's it has to be thousands of pounds, like millions of pounds. But honestly, anything that anybody can give, it all adds up and all really does help a lot. So, if you ever think that you can help or support me, then obviously that's a good way to do it. Okay, there you have it, folks. If anyone can help out there, get in touch with Chloe. Help in any way you can. Get this uh, young lady on the track. Absolutely. Um, and I did have one more question, actually, Chloe. I forgot to mention this to you beforehand. I, I'm not springing anything on you. But I was just wondering <laughs> about your opinions on like the Women's World Championship and what's going on um, with that currently. Obviously, we know that's going to be running around with probably with World Superbikes, uh, whether it's going to be for the entire season or not, we, we don't really know yet. Um, but I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that and whether that's something you're interested in in the future. Um. Yeah, definitely. I think... I think there's pros and cons to it, really. Um, for me, I would I would do it, but I would also want to do BSB as well. So I'd also want to race against the men as well. I'm kind of one of them people that... People always tell me that I need to plug more that I'm a girl, but I don't, I don't see it like that. I kind of just see it as I'm racing for myself and I'm we're all the same. So I think, as I said, there's pros and cons to it, but I would like to do it. I, I think it would be good to compare myself to the other girls um and obviously it's good that it's running on world super bikes but same with kind of the bsp at the minute nobody knows what bike it's on nobody knows the rules nobody knows anything about it really they obviously bought it out saying that they were going to do a world championship uh all women and running alongside world super bikes but nobody knows what bike it's on nobody knows anything really or nobody knows if you have to be selected for it nobody knows if you can be just choose to be in it nobody knows how much money it is so yeah, I think depending on funding, what I get offered or if I get offered it, uh, I think I would do it. But as I said, I would also want to do BSB as well, racing alongside the boys as well. Yeah, I did read an article earlier actually in Autosport online that said, and that was quite vague. They'd sort of taken every bit of information they could extract. It just said basically like just aiming to have six rounds starting in March and April. So like you say, information is sketchy at best um, mm. hopefully like you said with the rules and regs and the BSB changes hopefully there'll be something 
that is a bit more sort of set in stone and a bit more solid coming out soon. So, like you say, if you can, if there's any way you can have a go and have a try, get the sponsorship money to do it, then hopefully, you know, there's a bit more, a bit more information yeah, there to help you out. I think it'll be along the lines of the Super Twins. I think it'll be an R7 or 400 or something like that, which obviously I would like to do, but it all just depends on the bikes. It depends. As I said, it depends if I even get selected or if it's selected. Like, nobody just knows what 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 it is, really. So. Yeah, well, it sounds like this year, you know, with your podiums coming, that you sound, you've started yourself off on the right foot already, you know, to bounce up for next year. You yeah. Know, results have started coming. So with any luck... People, like you said, people have started noticing you. You've got more followers coming from that podium. So with any luck, that trend is going to continue. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Since that, uh well, to be fair, since the start of the year where I've started to get more results in the 400 class, I've kind of got a lot more backing. And for me, I, I've always had a good social media. I've always, I've always got involved in that. And I think that's what people like. They like how I'm so open on social media and I get people involved in it. And that's done me quite well as well. Like, uh, um, Alton when I got the podium they had so many messages they had a record make a record breaking number of people messaging them saying well done congratulations good luck and obviously that's nice to hear as well and it's nice to I can also plug that as well for my sponsors and the sponsors love it because obviously they're getting mentioned and I'm getting mentioned at the same time so yeah that's that's also a good thing about it all and if anyone wants to sponsor me, then that's the, that's a good thing for them. <laughs> Get the mentions out. I do like on Facebook. I follow you on Facebook. What's your Facebook page? I do like the mum's post that sort of gives you time. Yeah. If anyone wants to give you a shout out, tweet in now. I'm always there. Mum's I'm like, good Come at on, that. <laughs> Mum's good at that. Bless her. <laughs> Excellent. Good. You need everyone needs a, a mum's support crew. That's the really important part going on there. So <laughs> you've got that set up beautifully around you. Uh, it does sound, <laughs> like, does sound like you're sort of fully backed by your parents as well, so that is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, they love it. <laughs> they can say they hate you all the time, but they won't change it for the world. Yeah. <laughs> and what's it like when you're at the tracks and stuff? Um, like, are you in a sleeping in a van? You're in a motorhome? You're camping? What's that? What's the deal with that? So we we have a caravan. So obviously we go. So we're running Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We go on Thursday. So. We miss a day of work on Thursday and Friday, go Thursday, get set up, set the caravan up, go for a track walk, do all of that stuff. And then obviously we ride Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, just stay in the caravan. Obviously all my friends are there and we just have a, a good time. It's kind of like a, it's kind, of, it's kind of like your second family. It's You're always with them. So it's kind of like just class as a second family really. And we all, we all enjoy it and all have a good time at the night time as well. That does sound cool. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I always like when you go up to Snetterton or somewhere, one of the beers, like smaller BSP classes where everyone's set up outside the paddock and everyone's just there on deck chairs and it's a proper family affair. And we're just having yeah, a great definitely. time. There's always barbecues set up and people everywhere. It's like, you know, mingling <laughs> in. It's really nice. The most British oh, thing, as soon as the sun's shining, everyone's got the barbecues out. I don't know, I love it. <laughs> Best way forward. Racing and a barbecue. What more do you want? <laughs> Exactly. Um, right, Chloe, well, I'm conscious of taking up too much of your time, especially as we discussed <laughs> just before we started recording, that you are probably sitting in the dark right now due to a power cut that kicked in <laughs> a few am. minutes before we uh, called. So um, I'll let you uh, shoot off and uh, make sure we don't drain too much of your battery and everything. But thank you so much for talking to us. It's been wonderful. And um, I will leave 
uh, links to your email address and all your social media channels and everything in the show notes for this show. So uh, if anyone wants to find you, they can find you there. Yeah, thank you very much. No problem. Thank you for coming on, Chloe. Thank you. Thank you, mate. And there we have it, guys. That was Chloe Jones. Um, what a fucking superstar. Uh, Chloe has really come Legend, on. If, I think if you were to go back and listen to that last show since then, uh, Chloe has come on leaps That's and bounds. exactly um, what I was thinking. Tim dropped the time in there. Scroll back, listen to the first show, and then come back and listen to this one. Yeah, exactly. Seems much more confident, um, much more confident in herself, uh, and much yes. more eloquent. Um, yeah, someone that's clearly spent some time promoting herself and talking to much more important people than you and I, Steve. So, uh, I, but it was, she took the time to chat to us, which is very absolutely. much appreciated. Uh, Why, well, yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a fantastic one. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, Chloe, for talking to us and. Um, that's us for this one. Uh, we've still got another show to record tonight, Steve. So um, I'll sign out from this one. Um, so, guys, thank you very much for listening to this one. Uh, stay safe and look after each other. Goodbye. Take care, guys. Oh, and uh, before I forget, if you want to get in touch with Chloe at all, all of her social media stuff is all in the show notes for this one. So uh, you'll find it there. Okay, bye. Music is by Andrew Greenwood. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>